EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we spread Yuletide cheer with a special set of Christmas sketches, plus music from our producer, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. Hey, Muggsy. Yeah, boss. Get in here. You're right there, boss. Oh, no, Muggsy. Sounds like you're in trouble. Shut up, Fanny. I don't get in trouble. Then why does the boss sound so mad? Maybe he's calling me in because he's mad at you. Again. Oh, no. What did I do? Muggsy, now! Guess we'll find out soon enough, eh, Vinny? Coming, boss. Yeah, boss? Close the door, Muggsy. I don't want numbnuts to hear what I got to tell you. Oh, she's I don't know, Vinny. Looks like it's pretty bad this time. I don't want to say anything to get you worried, but... You know, it's not looking too good for you right now. What's up, boss? You know how my wife gets real picky about the gifts I get her for Christmas every year, right? Uh, no. No, boss. I I don't know nothing about that. She picky? Yeah, she's picky. Apparently, she didn't like the horse's head I got her last year. Huh. Who wouldn't like to get one of those? I know. That's what I'm saying. Here, I thought it would make up for those blood-stained champagne glasses Vinny brought back from the wedding the year before. Yeah, those were nice glasses. Yeah, it's too bad the groom had to get whacked before the honeymoon, though. Yeah, sometimes that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So, boss, uh, what do you need me for? I need you to go to the mall today and find me a good Christmas present for my wife. Sure, boss. No problem. Good. Now get out of here and take Vinny with you. But don't tell him nothing, you hear? Don't worry, boss. He won't know a thing. Come on, Vinny. We're going for a little ride. Where are we going, Muggsy? Don't worry about it. Why? What did the boss say? Oh, boss says I got to take you out of the field and whack you. Oh, no, Muggsy. I didn't do anything. What did I do? You know what you did. And the boss ain't happy about it, neither. Oh, I think I know what happened. You do? Yeah. I forgot to flush the other day. That was you? Manny, 
Muggsy, you gotta go back in there and tell the boss I won't forget to flush no more. You'll do that for me, won't you, Muggsy? Please? Too late, Vinny. You should have thought about that before. Besides, I'm thinking it's probably not the first time it happened, is it? Probably not. Vinny, let's go. I want to get this over with so I can get back and eat lunch before it gets too late. But, Muggsy, I ain't even started my Christmas shopping yet. Okay. We'll stop at the mall first. You sure the boss won't get mad about that? Nah, he'll never know. We keep it just between us, right? Yeah, just between us. Gee, thanks, Muggsy. And don't you worry, I won't tell no one nothing about it. Shut up, Vinny. Get in the car. I wrote Christmas Lullaby with the mindset of mother and child. I have the privilege of experiencing these important phases in life. In the song, both mother and child have different wishes for Christmas. Yet, when blended together, the wishes really become one. So here is my song for you, my dear audience. Christmas Lullaby Rest your head on clouds of dreams that are before you On sails through the streams Christmas Eve is here and children see the stars shine And presents neath trees For we love to freely fly And sleigh rides through the sky Where lands are gleam with crisp white snow Come with me upon the clouds of Christmas dreams, dear, where love's all aglow. All three kings came forth to bless the little newborn with gifts for his birth. Since that day we find that love is all forgiving for all of its worth. Let's sing in harmony with all the girls and boys For this day is filled with love and joy Come with me upon the clouds of Christmas dreams, dear Where love's all aglow Can I wait to see the presents for me Underneath the Christmas tree you saw the note and get here in time Cause now it's Christmas Eve I dream up high Sailing through the sky My heart is full of joy For now it's so near You know I love you so Newborn baby's born with presents adorned The three wise kings knew of his worth I pray for love and peace and all that it brings To everyone on earth Let's
sing and grow the bliss that we all know. My heart is full of joy, for now it's so near. You know I love you so. Rest your head on clouds of dreams that are before you. Underneath the Christmas trees. Christmas Eve is here and children see the stars shine. And now it's Christmas trees. For we love to freely fly and sleigh rides to the sky when lands agree with white snow. Come with me upon the clouds of Christmas trees, When you know I love Rest your head on clouds of dreams that are before you Underneath the Christmas trees Christmas Eve is here and children see the stars shine And presents beneath trees For we love to freely fly And sleigh rides to the sky Where lands are green with crisp white snow Come with me upon the clouds of Christmas dreams, dear, where love's all aglow. For we love to freely fly and sleigh rides through the sky, where lands are green with crisp white snow. Come with me upon the clouds of Christmas dreams, dear, where love's all aglow. It's 9.30. I know. This is crazy. I know. She should have been here for dinner over three and a half hours ago. I know. Did you try calling her again? Yes, and still no answer. Did you leave a message? She doesn't have an answering machine. Her cell phone? No answer. What about Carl? He's been looking for her ever since he tried picking her up over four hours ago. Gee, should we call the police? I don't know. Maybe. Let's wait until Carl comes home. I'm back. Well? Well, Nothing. Where could she be? Marty, you're going to have to call the police and report a missing persons. Your Aunt Helen has disappeared again. You're right. Yes, I'd like to report a miss... Aunt Helen! What a lovely evening. Hello, dear. Oh, never mind. Thanks. Aunt Helen, where have you been? Been, dear? Aunt Helen, I went over to your house over four hours ago to pick you up. And you know Carl doesn't like to wait, Aunt Helen. Wait for what, dear? I don't understand. Aunt Helen, Christmas Eve dinner. Oh, that's what it was. How lovely. You've already had Christmas dinner? Oh, my, yes. We sang songs, lit a candle. The children opened presents after one found the matzah. And, Helen, what are you talking about? What children? Matzah? Oh, those children have grown so much, I can't believe it. Hardly recognized them. That's because they weren't your nieces and nephews, Aunt Helen. She went to the wrong house. Aunt Helen, how did you get to wherever you went for dinner tonight? You don't even have a car. That's why I came to pick you up. Nonsense. I have a car. No, No, you you don't. don't. Yes, I do, and it was warming up for me when I got in. 
She stole someone's car? Not again. She did this before? Long story. My sister's family invited me. Your sister, may God rest her soul, is not with us anymore, Aunt Helen. Oh, nonsense. I just had Christmas dinner with her and her family, although she did look like she lost a few pounds. Uh, I bet she went to the Fleischmann's house, the ones who bought her sister's home 20 years ago. I'll call them. I loved playing that game with that spinning thing after dinner. It was fun. Spinning thing. There was so much food, singing. Funny, I must be a little forgetful. I couldn't remember the words to the songs. Wow. Well, I just got off the phone with Mrs. Fleischman. She was just as confused as we were. But she did set her another plate at the family table. Spinning thing. Matzah. <laughs> and Ellen just celebrated Hanukkah at a total stranger's house. <laughs> What's eggnog? Oh, I already had too much of that very sweet wine, dear. I'm going to bed. Bed, Aunt Helen? Oh, that's right, dear. We have to wake up bright and early to make sure we prepare for the Easter egg hunt. You know how the boys love that. Well, okay then. Uh, gentlemen, bring the eggnog to the table. This Christmas roast is getting cold. The following song is a surprise that I'm going to be playing for you today. This is a song I wrote and am singing in called The Magic of Christmas. It was arranged by Dave Rice and the musical instruments also played by him. I hope you enjoy my first attempt at Christmas music called Magic of Christmas. Pleasures together at last Happiness to 
911, what's your emergency? I think there's someone on the roof. Are you in immediate danger, sir? I don't know yet. My wife thinks it could be a squirrel. Should I be speaking with your wife, sir? Maybe, but you can't right now. Why is that, sir? She's on the roof. You sent your wife up on the roof? This late at night on Christmas Eve? During weather like this? It's snowing like crazy. It's okay. She has a gun. I don't believe this. I know. She should have taken the extra clip, right? Sir, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to... Shh! Did you hear that? Yes. I'm sending a unit over right away. Uh-oh. What is it, sir? There's a guy in a red suit lying on the ground below my window. Can you repeat that, sir? And there's a large sack with presents strewn all across the yard. Wait a minute. Are you telling me... Nah, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> it was a squirrel. Hello? Hello? Officer Smith will be there any minute. I have claimed to fame that cold, not many sir. women my age write rap songs. I do come from a dysfunctional family, have love for poetry, and am a true theater geek. So, writing rap, believe it or not comes very naturally. This Christmas song called Santa Rap, Dear Santa, is a collaboration between myself and Dave Rice. I wrote the child's part, and he wrote Santa's part. It is about a child who is worried he wasn't quite as good all year as he should have been. His ace in the hole is the fact that he saw Santa kissing Mom under the mistletoe. He promises not to tell Mrs. Claus if... Well, you can guess the rest. Santa Rap Dear Santa is for sale on CD Baby. Okay, I am shamelessly plugging this. However, I am donating part of the proceeds to Make-A-Wish Foundation. I chose this foundation because I believe making someone's dream come true is a beautiful thing. Santa Rap, Dear Santa. I'm taking over Santa in the North Pole. I'm wrapping the presents and I'm getting the presents. How do you like that, Santa? <laughs> You and all your reindeer go on back to the North Pole. Damn. Let it hit them. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the songs, the best of quiet, frosted window and burst in fire for the worried Santa. I've been good. Because frankly, sir, I'm misunderstood. Listen to Tchaikovsky or Handel. The Messiah was on. I caused a scandal. I'm so ashamed because I didn't foresee my parents got back on the third degree. Sugar pump fairy. I love the mice. Cracking the nuts is a naughty or nice. <gasps> there I go. Watch my mouth. That was so polluted to the chorus. I'm a 
you do? 200 years, still got the charm. Weigh 300 pounds, sneak past alarms. Doubt I'm real, you wanna bet? Leave me cookies or you're gonna regret. I'll tell your parents what you did this year, and I'll strip you to the back of the first reindeer. Leave you with nothing but a coal in your stocking. North Pole and we never stop rocking. I'm baking cookies, it's on the pan. Eat what you can, Red Rockin' Man. Here's some milk straight from the tin. Pouring out Dad's favorite gin. Oh, I got a note from Mrs. Claus. She's worried you'd be breaking laws by kissing mothers under mistletoe. You'd be thrown out in the glistening snow. Can't be nice, you know I can't. You understand, you're a jolly man. I don't want to be misunderstood. Don't worry, Santa, I'll be good. I'll go to bed before midnight. We'll peek outside, I'll be tucked in tight. We'll lift the sash or peek outside. Got you coming, and I'll decide. You won't be in trouble, I got you, man. Together we can have a joyous plan. You won't be naughty, and I'll be nice. A naughty will do, this will suffice. I'll take the oath, be sound as snow, be good as gold. Say nothing more, cause frankly, sir, I've been good. Let's hope we can be understood. Ho, ho, ho. Be nice, be hard, Santa Claus, let's go. Be nice, yeah, it's Christmas time. Drink wine in the cellar and excel at rhymes. It's me and B Harvey, we get a party started. Drinking eggnog and feeling fine. Throw a log on the fire and killing time. Santa Claus coming in the reindeer ride. Rudolph with a little sick this year. What's he been doing to the poor reindeer? Well, Santa Claus, he didn't expect. This would come to be the Christmas he would never forget. Breeze of the sis, and she misunderstood. But she knew Santa Claus was up to no good. Caught red and it right on the spot. Creep, creep, creep on the steep rooftop. Swoop down the chimney, creeping under mom. Sketchy Santa, he's a peep of time. We love our parents. We know we can't kill them. So that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. Oh, goodness. What's wrong, hon? I just got the annual Christmas letter. Well... Well, what? Aren't you going to open it? I'm afraid it it might explode. Chicken. I know, but you remember last year's Christmas letter? Yeah. Three family members are not speaking to us anymore. Well, that was actually an unexpected favor. <laughs> You're right. Come on, open it. Okay, but you asked for it. Go ahead. <clears throat> <clears throat> Dear family and friends, Well, again, it is time for Stanley and myself to wish you a happy holiday season and update all of you upon our family's annual news. Time, time to, to recall, recall all the laughter and the tears we have shared over this memorable holiday year. Elizabeth, our granddaughter, just celebrated her 13th year and is becoming a lovely young woman. She is tall, I don't know where she gets it from, and smart. She obviously takes after me. She could stand to lose a few pounds, but who am I to say she does have a lovely face? Hopefully one day she'll turn out to be a real looker. My daughter Alice and our son-in-law Howard are still married after 24 years, thank the Lord. They have been redecorating their house. Honestly, there wasn't anything wrong with their house. Their generation just likes throwing perfectly good furniture out the window. I still have my great-grandparents' sofa and coffee table. 
Now, granted, mind you, my furniture is good quality, not like the cheap stuff that is sold nowadays. But what can you do? I try not to meddle in my family's business. Talking about business, my cousin Grace's fourth husband, Arnold, just opened up a new deli called Arnie's Worst Deli on Oak and Main. Stanley and I ate there last week. I ordered a salami on rye, and Stanley ordered the liverwurst on a Kaiser roll. It wasn't bad, but Arnold, if you're reading this, you could stand to be a little bit more generous with your servings. I understand portion control, but a few more slices of salami wouldn't hurt your coin purse. Arnold and Grace also had another grand opening in the baby department last month. A little girl. Now they have six little girls and one boy. Grace's seventh child and Arnold's first. Grace never had a problem in the baby department, not like Cousin Sheila, who is almost 45 years old and still barren. Well, that is all. Unless you count that my dear niece Mandy's uh, was serving a month in jail and is on a two-year probation for drunk driving. We couldn't be more proud of you, Mandy. Stanley and I seem to be healthy and happy, although we aren't getting any younger, let's face it, and sometimes the arthritis is just a pain in my... Well, we need not to go into particulars. So, So, dear dear friends friends and and family, family, we hope you find our annual holiday update heartwarming and informative. Wishing you all the happiness and joy from our family to yours, Ruth and Stanley Edelman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right off the cusp, no holds barred. Our usual, hon? (laughs) You got that right. Nothing like continuing the annual tradition. Make mine a double, and don't hold back on the olives. Happy Happy holidays holidays to all all from from the the Dysfunctionals. So our saga ends again for now. But join us next time for The Dysfunctionals. This season is always special to me. Maybe because of all the baking. It makes me sing a happier tune. Guess why? That's why I wrote The Magic of Christmas.
911, what's your emergency? Hello, dear. Is this the emergency line? Yes, it is, ma'am. What's your emergency? My husband is missing, and I'm afraid that something has happened to him. When was the last time you saw him? Midnight. I waved to him, and he headed out, all loaded up. Midnight of which day, ma'am? Yesterday, Christmas Eve. Uh, when did you first become concerned with his absence? Well, today, Christmas Day, at 12.02 a.m. Ma'am, that was only two minutes ago. Yes, dear, I know. But he should have been back by 12.01, at the latest. Uh, perhaps he's in the bathroom? No. No, I watched him, like I always do, as he sailed over the horizon. Where was he headed to, ma'am? Why, everywhere around the world, dear. Ma'am, a trip like that would take a bit longer than one minute, don't you think? No, he usually does it in less time than that, but never any longer. That's impossible, unless he uses some sort of time machine. Ma'am, if this is a prank, I won't hesitate to send a unit over and have you arrested for filing a false report. Having you hauled off to jail, especially during the Christmas holiday, isn't something I take lightly, and neither should you. Why, of course it's not a false report, dear. You always gotten all your Christmas presents, haven't you? Yes. Well, except for the pony I've been asking for since I was seven years old. But I fail to see what that has to do with your missing husband. Well, dear, after all these years, I know his delivery schedule like the back of my own hand. So if you would help me pinpoint a specific area in the world where Christmas presents have not yet been delivered, then we know where to start looking for him. Ma'am, what's your name? Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Santa Claus. The Mrs. Claus? One in the same, dear. Now, would you be so kind as to check the wire services and Interpol for any interesting, albeit unexplainable, events happening throughout the world? Very well. I'm checking now, Mrs. Claus. Oh, and it appears that there are huge crowds at a small neighborhood pub in Ireland. Huh. That's weird. What's weird? The local authorities are reporting Christmas carols being sung instead of drinking songs. And for an Irish pub, that just isn't right. By any chance, is the name of the pub called O'Malley's? As a matter of fact, it is, Mrs. Claus. <sighs> oh, dear. I was afraid of this. How's that? O'Malley was to be his last stop of the night. Normally, that's his first stop, but he changed it soon after he did one of those DNA tests and found out he was half Irish. Gosh darn it, I should have seen this coming. Shall I contact the local authorities? No, dear. I have one of our elves take care of this, quietly, if you know what I mean. But thank you so much for helping. My pleasure, Mrs. Claus. Uh, Mrs. Claus? Yes? Will I ever get that pony? Don't push your luck, dear. We work long and hard every day to perform our original skits, the recipes that are real, by the way, and, of course, to our wonderful musicians who we give a platform here on KB Cabaret. Without you, we would be voices in the wind. This song is dedicated to you, dear audience. This is Brie Harvey, and the song is called Finding Hope Again. I feel so lost I can't see you 
asking people I know to share favorite Christmas memories. My mother had been through many hard times during her youth, wars, early death of loved ones, but there were some rare peaceful moments in her childhood when she had time for a little magic. This is a memory she recalled. It was in Milano, 1937. I was eight and a relatively happy child. Although I lost my mother a few years earlier, I was surrounded by love. My grandparents and uncle were taking care of me, along with my uncle's new wife, Helen. We were residing in my uncle's beautiful home on Bella Majorca Vincenta, a home that would have been envied by many, even today. My uncle was a doctor and well-respected. His wife was a lovely woman who came from nobility. I remember her vibrant red hair matching her vibrant personality. She was tall, kind, and was by every means the well-organized lady of the house. Christmas Eve was approaching, 
the household staff was exceptionally busy. The chandeliers had to shine, the silverware polished, and the wooden parquet floors waxed and buffed. Nothing had a smudge, stain, or speck. That evening I tried to peek into the salon, the living room as you call it. However, the heavily draped French doors were firmly closed. My aunt was watching me from behind. My dear, would you like to go in? I nodded with all my being. When the doors opened, I couldn't believe my eyes. The room had been conformed from a former living room to a magical wonderland. A huge spruce tree stood towards the center, practically pushing through the ceiling. Little candlelights surrounded the edges of the limbs. Tinseled foil of gold, silver, and red ran throughout the tree. My Aunt Helen picked off one of the gold foils and placed it in my hand. I opened it up. It was chocolate. I was stunned. I did not know chocolate grew on trees. But, of course, this was a magic tree. Do you hear someone calling your name? I tried to listen. The music was lovely. Was that what she meant? No, child. Look over there. I followed the direction her lovely hand was pointing towards. At first glance, I thought I saw yellow silk inside a golden cage. After closer inspection, I saw a little yellow bird. Piri, that is her name. She was sunshine. We were inseparable. Piri was my confidant, my best friend, my only friend, really. She flew openly in my room, sat on my shoulder, <laughs> even took the breadcrumbs off the corner of my mouth. When nighttime came, she voluntarily flew back into her golden home and fell asleep on her perch. One morning, just like any other morning, I got up and called to my sunshine. Piri would usually fly to me. This time she didn't. I looked over to her cage. She was inside, but did not react. I went closer. Aunt Helen heard my shrieking. Child, child, what is the matter? I couldn't speak. Tears streamed down my eyes as I pointed. Piri was limp, caught in between the bars of her cage. I had known death. I could not bear yet another one to leave me. My best friend, my yellow light. Aunt Helen carefully went over to her and gently pried her from the bars, placing the bird in a soft cloth. She hummed a quiet song as she slowly rubbed the cloth back and forth above the warm ceramic over the hearth. My curiosity took over my tears, and I went closer. There, in front of my eyes, Piri came back to life. It was truly a miracle. I will never forget the love I felt at that moment. The joy of life, the warmth of friendship.
I look back and reflect on my childhood, the wars, the loss of loved ones. But my Aunt Helen will never know the gift she gave to an eight-year-old little girl on that day. She gave the gift of hope. Do you come to Drexel every year for Christmas? Oh, yes. I love the way Drexel Department Stores decorates for the holidays. The white snowflakes, mirrors, and twinkling lights. It's beautiful. Santa's elves look really convincing. This is my little girl's first time visiting Santa. Oh, she's sweet. How old is she? Three. You're a little boy? Uh, no, my nephew. He's also three. Very handsome. What I like about Drexel's is their non-traditional ways. Non-traditional? Well, they like to mix things up, do things with an open mind. Did you see the display downstairs by the cosmetics, the live Herald Angels? They were live? They were spectacular. Yes, real. I know all three of them, Harry, Larry, and Darren. What? Wait, they were men? Yeah, they're men in drag, gender illusions. They looked great. I know, right? Hey, we're up next, Peter. You ready to visit Santa's representative? Uh-huh. Representative? Well, you know, I mean, they are the eyes and ears of Santa, but they're not the real thing. Well, yes, but the children think... Believe me, you'll thank me as soon as you get up there. Remember, this is Drexel's department store. Uh, nice meeting you. Uh, come on, Peter, we're up. Yes, n nice meeting you. Well, uh, honey, our turn. Are you ready? No, I don't want to sit on Santa's lap. No, you sit on Santa's lap. Okay, I'll sit on Santa's representative, and you sit on my lap, okay? Okay. This way, little girl. Ma'am? I'm sorry, Santa's representative, but I have to sit on your lap so that my daughter will sit on my lap. Oh, are you kidding me? So you think I made out of lead, maybe? What are you, Michigan? Oh, my... Don't take the Lord's name in vain. You want to sit or what? Hello. <laughs> um, come on up on Mommy's lap, honey. It's okay. You could have lost a few pounds, maybe. Sorry. Sir, no problem. Just kidding. <laughs> At least you're lighter than that other miskite who was here ten minutes ago. And who is this shiner mytel? I'm sorry? Pretty girl. Oh, Mary. Ah, uh, Mary, Mary, quite contrary. What would you like for the holidays? What? I mean, what would you like, honey? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She would like to have a Holly Molly homebody mommy cook set. Ah, they're still making things like that. Wouldn't you like a nice puzzle or a wood builder set? Uh, it's okay, it's okay. Shh. Little boobala can have what she asks for. Who am I to say otherwise? So let's see here. Okay, so you should look up the present under the tree in the winter fest of the 25th. You mean Christmas? Look, ma'am, you say it your way, I say it my way. It's enough I have to dress the pot. Now, if there's nothing else, have a nice day. And don't forget to pick up the photos. My dear little munchkin will give you the photos on your way out. Don't forget, for $9.99, you should want to buy the lovely frame that goes with it. Have a nice day, Shana Madel, and happy winter fest. And now a word from our sponsor, Mary Elves of You Know Who. Hello, my name is Larry Abramovich, and I represent the Merry Elves of You Know Who. Are you in need of a toy, a dollhouse, or a Susie homemaker? Have you been left out of the bearded one's bag because you celebrate Hanukkah? Well, come on down to Merry Elves of You Know Who. We will send you the same products, if not better, as the same guy from the pole. 
we deliver faster, quicker, and did I say faster? Yes, indeedy. We'll have your presence there quicker than you can say dreidel. Now you too can say someone has come down your chimney. Check us out on our website, www.merryelves.com. That's M-E-N-O-R-A-H.com. And happy holiday to everyone. We'll close this week's show with a song I wrote based on a holiday tradition my husband and I have on Christmas Eve. It's called, This Is Our Time. Thank you for listening, and see you next week. Jingle, 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 and a ho, ho, ho. Families and presents galore. Children are sleeping and waiting for old. Santa to fly down, wait for North Pole. I bake all the cookies and set out the milk. To nourish a dick for the night.
folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega, my musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our Parlor City. Back again now to KB Cabaret.